What's up, everybody? My name is Joshua T. Berglund, and we are live right now on the Live Model Worldwide Multimedia Broadcast Network. Thank you so much uh, for supporting our network. Uh, if you're watching on social media, listening on the podcast, listening on the radio, thank you so much. But thank you very much to everyone that's gone to livemodelworldwide.org uh, and watching us uh, on our website, watching us on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire. It doesn't really matter, but thank you. Um, one of the reasons, just so you know, those of you out there that do your own broadcast, the reason why we talk about and promote our website and not go into specifics or where you can follow us here and there is because we believe that you should own your content. We, should, we believe that you should own your messaging. And one of the best things that you can do out there is go out and buy your website, buy your name, and that what that's going to be, that's a very important real estate. Because in the future, what we are all going to be is media organizations. The days of ABC, CNN, and all of that stuff having all the power have gone away. I know you don't, it may not look like it yet, but we are coming into an age, in a day, where we all get to have a share of the fun. But also, the most important thing, it was just made the news last night. We've been talking about the singularity on this program or the other programs for a long time, the fourth industrial evolution. Uh, we've been talking about the Great Reset. We've been talking about all of this for two years. We've been talking about the quantum financial system that's incoming. It's basically here. What, what do you, the infrastructure bill that just got passed, what do you think that's about? What do you think 5G is about? That the fact is the singularity is here. But now it's making major news, and it's happening fast. It starts with Meta, um, and there's a lot of other organizations as well. Why is this important? because AI is going to take more and more of your jobs. Metaverse is not what you think it is. If you've ever watched The Lawnmower Man, that'll give you an idea. It's a 1992 film. So with all of that said, I wanna encourage you, quit promoting social media. Quit promoting what you do not own. Promote what you do. You will thank me later, I promise you. Some of you listened to my advice two years ago, and you know what? You're seeing the fruits of it. Um, We've been censored heavily on every different platform we're on, but we have a network. And now our audience on our network is bigger than it ever, ever was on social media. So praise God for that. But also thank you to you because you have been supporting us. And that means a lot. Rant over. I want to give a shout out really, really quick. We have two sponsors for the Live Model Worldwide Foundation. Uh, Pathwater. Absolutely love this. I'm, I hate plastic pollution. I'm not going to go on a big rant about it now, but it is poisoning us. And I know that some people take it for granted. You people that litter, there's a special place in hell for you. And then the people that, you know, that are polluting the oceans and things like that. Look, there's waste everywhere. What I love, those plastic water bottles, these little things right here that we just use one time because it was 89 cents and we throw it, we throw it on the ground. We are polluting our oceans. We are poisoning our animals. We're poisoning our food because of this. Pathwater is fantastic because this is a reusable water. The same cost that you go buy an Aquafina bottle or something like that, it's the same cost, but you can reuse this bottle as many times as you want. Gummit, it actually kind of serves as a weapon too, if you need it. Anyway, all right. Also, this suit, I want to thank State and Liberty so much for sponsoring the show. I'm a huge fan of their suit, and it breathes. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you, State and Liberty, for supporting the show. You can use promo code Joshua T. Berglund 
and you will save 20% on your purchase there. I promise they're affordable. The custom fit suits there are super cheap. Uh, made in America, great, great product. All right, with that said, thank you for being here. God, that was a lot to get out. That was a longer intro than I planned. Um, we have an amazing, amazing guest. And at the end, I'm gonna read something about don't undermine your faith. This is something I read today, but I don't wanna take any more time. We have an amazing guest. Uh, <laughs> amazing guest, and it's going to be very controversial. It may expand your mind a little bit. It may question your beliefs. But here's the thing: those of you that want to pigeon your whole, pigeon self, your whole, pigeon self, your pigeonhole yourself into a certain way of thinking and put yourself in a box, you'll never grow. If you cannot stand to have your beliefs challenged, your beliefs are not that strong to begin with. And so there's a lot of questions I've had. I've told you before, I have more questions about my faith than I do have answers. More questions, yet my faith is bold because I know God is real. I know God is inside of me. I, that doesn't keep me from having questions. That also doesn't keep me from questioning things I read in the Bible or questioning why they remove sentences out of the Bible because they do that. Why did they prevent and take certain books out over time? And I know there's a reason every pastor in the world and every biblical historian has their story. But you know what? My history so far with trusting man hasn't gone so well because all of the people that we've seen in this world, from my understanding, we've seen a lot of people, we've seen a lot of people that we are supposed to trust and believe come out to be a bunch of frauds or a bunch of kitty touchers or a bunch of murderers or a bunch of people that want to poison us to death and control us and lock us into cages. Hence what's happening with the fourth industrial revolution. Hence what's happening with the singularity. Hence what's happening with the great reset, what this has all been about. That said, I am all about challenging my own beliefs because you know what? It makes my faith even stronger. So not going to say that I'm going to agree with everything. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll have my own mind change. But that said, we're going to push some buttons today. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back after this brief, short video, and we'll bring our guest on.
right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Carl Day. Well done. Yes. Hello, hello, Justin. Thank you for you just asking. How are you, sir? Oh, Thank you so much for being here. Thanks a lot. Carl, first things first, what are you grateful for today? I'm grateful, I'm grateful for chatting to you and have the opportunity to bring across seven years of research <clears throat> that I believe will change the world. I Listen, I'm excited to uh, have you on because I have more questions than answers, as I said in the, the earlier rant. Um, because I, what I've learned in my own research, just about discovering the hidden truths, um, even the truths of Jesus, the truth of our faith, the truth of the Catholic Church, the truth of our government, the truth of all these things, and diving into the wormhole here, what I've discovered is, since the beginning that I know, we've been, they've been trying, the people in control, whether, whether they're lizard people or whatever, <laughs> They have been trying to keep us from the truth and keeping us. And, I, and with that, I think it robs us of the ability of knowing who our true identity is. So I'm excited about this. So listen, I don't even know where to start with you, Carl, because there's so much here. But let's go into your research first. What led you to want to research the truths about Jesus, about God, the Bible and everything else? Okay, so I'm from Pretoria, South Africa. I grew up in this in the 60s and 70s um, in the heart of, of apartheid. And at age 25, in, in um, 89, 89, I went to London and I became a partner in a quantifying firm. It's basically accountants in the building industry. And there, from there, I went into property. I did very well in property. And then with my ex and three kids, we moved to Dublin Island, where I'm currently at. And I invested in one property that pulled me under financially. Um, so after the US, which was worldwide subprime crisis, which started in August 2007, but it only really hit the world in 2008, um, this one property pulled me down. And in Ireland, um, it was the, they called it the Celtic Tiger. So in the Celtic Tiger, years the banks just gave money like left right and center but following the subprime crash property values in ireland went down between 50 and 80 percent so greece and ireland were the two countries in the world that had the biggest knock from the subprime crisis so i built a property in dorky south dublin which is a very luxury area it's the area where bono lives you too and that those properties in the uh, sort of the high-end side went down 80%. So within a four-year period, I, if I sold that property before subprime, I was busy developing it, I would have made 2 million euro out of it. So say 2.5 million uh, US dollars. Four years later, I owed the banks 2 million euro. And um because you've got interest on interest and all these kind of things and then it took me eight years to get rid of it little did i know at that point that that was one of the best things for what i'm going to be discussing today because the kabbalists pray for pain they pray for you to be really really down to um, who now? now 
the Kabbalist. So Kabbalah.com, which is a Jewish sect. You're saying Kabbalah, um, right? Are you saying that's Kabbalah? The, that's the one. So our pronunciations yeah. are slightly no, different. No, no, no. It's okay, okay because the, the, your accent and the way that you guys pronounce stuff where you're from is a little bit different than America. We have a global audience, but I, for the people that didn't understand it, I wanted to make sure you were saying Kabbalah. And I know for I know I, I'm, I'm excited about this because I'm glad that you're going there. Continue. So um, Kabbalah, uh, Kabbalists pray for being completely down. Now, I was down in a very different way to where you were. Like for me, my ego was shattered. The, the house we were building was where my kids, uh, next to the school where my kids were going. And I was this property, know it all, investors, all fancy things. Um, but I did own up uh, to my wife very shortly thereafter, once I woke up, that I cheated her once a year. She knew nothing about it. Um, and so forth. Now, what that then created is that I wrote three books. One on dyslexia, called the Dyslexia Code. One on on health, called the Health Spring Code. And today's is the Universe Code. So for the Dyslexia Code, I researched uh, six months. I never knew I was going to write a book. But um, it started with dyslexia. Then it went into health for the six months, so a total of a year. For the Universe Code book that we're discussing today, I went on the spree for seven years to find out the truth. And I was way down there. And I believe I've uncovered the truth. But obviously, your, you and your audience will need to decide on that. So I'm very keen today to share three topics with you, which is really the three most on my website i've got 12 topics yeah uh, six from my book three books six from just personal experience and it's all about the truth the truth will set us free and i'm keen today to discuss three topics one the difference between the creator and god because that's mm -hmm. a big issue number two jesus and in india and number three reincarnation and until we dis discuss these three topics we cannot have world peace in my view mm. so um the most important thing i discovered in my universe code book is the truth which i know you are a big purveyor of as well and 80 percent of people in the world are made up of the five main religions Hinduism, Buddhism, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. And my view of how we're going to create world peace in our lifetime, in our lifetime, is to make the five main religions relax. How are we going to make them relax? That's the first step, is through the truth. Because once we can have the truth, then the five main religions will have nothing to argue about. So are you calling for one world religion? No. I'm calling for the five main <laughs> religions. I'm calling for the five main religions to stay exactly as they are. I'm a Christian. I, I grew up in Pretoria, South Africa, most probably the most conservative Christianity that you can have on earth. I want to stay a Christian. A lot of people say to me, you should become a Buddhist, a, a, a Muslim. I, I want to stay a Christian, but I want the truth. And 
Um, that's yeah, that's all I call. And then the five main religions can stay exactly as they are, and then we can have the start of world peace. So, do, uh, but so as a Christian, Jesus is your Lord and Savior. Yes. Jesus is uh, a prophet, like the main prophets in the other uh, four main religions. Okay. And um, he is a person, and, and I'll be getting into that in our second okay. topic, that was a very advanced soul. Um, and currently, Jesus is called Sananda, S-A-N-A-N-D-A, and he's in the seventh um the seventh vibration level and actually looking after earth. So Jesus is a very important person, um, but Jesus is not um, the son of God in the traditional method as it's taught to us, which I'll be discussing when we discuss the first topic, creator versus God. Sure. Well, have the floor. I mean, because I have... I'm really excited to hear what you say about all of this, actually, because it's I just to get into this I'm, I'm really quick. I'm going to give a quick overview and then I want you to go. I'm going to give you the floor. Christians that deny. Um, to just shut down the possibility of reincarnation seems a little bit weird, because when you die, you don't go directly to heaven. You're you, you don't. Like we're, 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 people that have died are waiting on that. And I've never understood why people just say, oh, they went to heaven. No, they're not there yet. So your soul, your spirit has got to go somewhere. So where is it? Okay, that's one question. The second thing um, about Jesus, God, Christ, Jesus. I read in the Bible and I like, I'm I, okay. Christ Jesus is inside of me, but there's a difference between the Christ and then Jesus. Like those are two different things from what I have been now starting to see in the Bible. And I'm like, oh, wait, this is really getting confusing now. I mean, I almost liked it better when I just said, I don't even care about any of this stuff. I'm just going to be led by my spirit. So I have a lot of questions, but I also can't deny my experience with the Holy spirit in jail, my sixth time in jail. And that experience, I can't deny it. it was so supernatural. Like I can't deny it. So, and, and I've tried crying out to other gods. I tried other religions. I tried all of these other things, but it was crying out to Jesus. It was crying out to God and it was crying out to Holy spirit. That is what helped me start to transform my life. So, but I have my own questions about the difference between Christ Jesus and Jesus Christ or Jesus of Nazareth, and so on and so on. And then now you're talking about God and the Creator being different. I've heard that before. And you know what? I can't find it in the Bible, but it's really confusing there too. <laughs> but I know there's a Creator. So this is why I'm so excited to have you here, because I have all these questions. And honestly, audience, if you're watching and you say that you've never had these questions either, you're probably not digging deep enough. So anyway, Carl, please continue. Okay, so creator versus God. So after seven years, I had 500 words in what I called my workbook. Because I was flying all over the place, different events, books and whatever. And then I took six months, literally not working, six months, 18 hours a day to get rid of two-thirds of the words. And what was left out of that one-third became really my book, um, which at the end of the day, my other two books are professionally written up, 
by book doctors that helped me. I'm dyslexic. But this book, I, I had an author lined up, but I cancelled the author because I realized once I had that th uh, third left, I sort of got rid of a half of that because they were duplicating, and I left the raw data there. So my book is just the research notes, but they read like a book. But two-thirds of what was left were from the spirit world. So I had a lot of information. Two-thirds of my information was not from the spirit world, but the things that made sense. You know, we're never going to prove love. We're never going to prove uh, creation. But the things that make sense was left. And how I see my book, I've got 21 chapters. I see it like a, a picture, a puzzle with 21 pieces. And when, once I completed the 21 pieces, I could see the truth. And it all made sense. So that's where I'm sort of coming from. Now, creator. Angel Margaret is a person, uh, is an angel communicated with a U.S. citizen, um, Gavin. Um, forget Gavin's surname. But in any case, um, Angel Margaret says, and this analogy that I'm going to uh, mention now is very similar to the analogy that I've heard from others in the spirit world. So this is what the spirit world tells us. Just for interest's sake, I studied the college psychic studies uh, in London, and I now communicate with the uh, creator uh, via automatic writing. So most people, if, if you want to speak to the spirit world mediums, communicate with loved ones, some with the angels. I really think big, and I, I ask to speak to the to creation. Um, and so Angel Margaret says this, and says this analogy is very true to the actual reality. We humans are the computers. The servers are the angels, and the creator or creation are the humans, the computers, and the angels and the servers together. So that is what creation is. So you get the Big Bang, boof, you've got fluffy spiritual matter. That then evolves into first the mineral kingdom, then the plant kingdom, then the animal kingdom through being evolved, animals, ape, and later on humans. And so that is creation. Now, something linked to it, when I went to Houston, Texas in uh, January 2011, I went to an event by a guy called John DiMartini, and it's called Master Plan for Life. So you sit with 200 other people and you plan your life for three days. And spiritually through that event, it came, different things came through, but the main thing that came through was that I need to uncover the mystery of the universe and thereafter tell the world. Now, at that stage, I don't didn't know how the hell I'm going to do this, obviously. Um, and in 2007, I cracked it. And what the real mystery of the universe is, is... So, just for your sake, the, um, there's another guy called Keith Cunningham, and he says, he always says, do you know Keith? Yeah, Keith, I went to his event uh, flying solo in Austin, Texas, He's now stopped doing it. And when you arrive, you get two armbands. The one armband is it's the quality of the question you ask 
and the other armband is it's stay get in line stay in line but on this quality of the question it's really the quality of the question you know einstein um, dreamt his relativity theory newton saw the apple falling so once you've got the question then you can go and get the answer so i found out the question and the question is what I then could ask the creator, because I can now communicate via automatic writing to the creator, I said, is the string in string theory the God particle they found in CERN, this collider, uh, the, the Higgs boson? Now, the string in string theory, so if a string, the string is the smallest part of an atom, if you compare that string to the size of a tree, the tree is the size of the solar system. So the string in an atom is minute. We're never going to be able to see it, uh, humans. So all we are, us, what's around us, the air, are all just vibrating strings of different vibrations. And you can go back to the Hindu, uh, Hindu you know, the scholars and whatever. It comes back to vibration. And we are on Earth. The main reason we are on Earth, according to the spirit world, is to increase. We are uh, a planet in ascension state. In, it is to increase the vibration of the Earth. So we are the strings. So therefore, um, every we are all connected. So that is creation. The connect the the people, the humans, the angels, through connection with strings, together is creation. And that's the creation creator. That is the Allah of the Quran. Now, they ask, um, there's something like one survey, 90, I think, Christian theologians, and said, is the God of the Old Testament the same as the Allah, and they said, no, it cannot be. And they write, because it cannot be. And so our, so the next step is that I would like to discuss what God is. And the two complement each other. There's fortunately no problem in all of this. The only problem is that people use the wrong term. People shouldn't be using the word God. They should be using the word creation, creator. Because they, of course, what we can discuss next. Wow. Okay, continue. Okay, so what's God? So um, the there's a document called the Talmud of Germaniel. So the Talmud of Germaniel was found in 1963. Uh, by a guy called Billy Meyer, B-I-L-L-Y, surname Meyer, M-E-I-E-R. Now, Billy is in his early 80s now in Switzerland, and he can communicate with the Pledeans. I don't know in in U.S. how you pronounce Pledeans, Pledeans. I never know how to spell Pledeans. it even. Say again? Are you are you talking about the Pledeans, the up space yes. Pledeans? That's it. Yeah. That's it? So... Billy Meyer is the only true contactee, according to the Talmud of Germaniel, um, and from my research, um, and in the last 45, 40, 50 years. 
So he's got footage of UFOs. He's actually got the videos, the photos. Um, he's got a whole center, the figu.org, F-I-G-U.org. Now, but the Padaeans said to Billy Meyer, they told him where the true New Testament is, in the, the true grave of, in Jerusalem of Jesus. So he went there, he found it, resin bondant, and then an Iranian guy started translating it into German. And the Israelis bombed the, the, the Iranian guy, and in fact, they also destroyed this particular grave. Um, and what the Talmud of Germaniel says, and what I know from my other research as well, is that the, first of all, UFO, absolutely true. Unfortunately, governments, and particularly the US government, destroy the truth because they want to make you feel it when you talk about a UFO, you crazy or something. Um, because um, Biden is not in charge of the world. The Padaeans are. They are forefathers. Um, and the person in charge currently of the Padaeans is L, E-L. And L is one of the gods of the Old Testament and New Testament. So the person in charge of the Pledeans is God. 9,000 years ago, it was Jehovah. 16,000 years ago, it was Ipswich. So that is the names used in the, in, in the scriptures. Now, how did it work? So on our planet, we never evolved from an ape into a human. That's why they've never found the missing link. And our DNA, science, science is now starting to find out that our DNA is also not similar to animals. So the Padaeans came to Earth via UFOs. I call it a fancy helicopter. Just imagine, we've only been industrialized for 150 years and, and look what we're already doing. The Padaeans are a, th a million years more advanced than us. So they evolved in their system from an ape to a, a Padaean or whatever. I don't even know if they were seeded. But the Padaeans came to Earth. If you go to all these Inca sites, Inca and Maya and whatever, they show the, the men. No, it's in the, it's in the carved in, in stone and so on that look like spaceships and stuff yeah. like that. I know what you're talking the, about. The the uh, Native Americans talk about the the female um, egg. We were seeded a million years ago, not a million years ago, about uh, but um, three hundred thousand years ago, something like that, by the um, by the Padaeans on Earth. They came with fancy helicopters to Earth, and. That's how we started. Now, th those, when the Padaeans went back to Padaeans at certain instants and they came back again, whenever they came back again, people on Earth, because they were not as sophisticated, the Padaeans are a million years more 
spiritually sophisticated than us, technologically, and also they live two to three thousand years long because you would if you know if that you got those technologies. So when these fancy helicopters came to Earth, they called these people gods. So your true gods are currently L, but they also called Pleiadians because they they're seen by these locals everywhere in the you know you can go to Africa they all all over the world you can go to China where the Chinese talks about the dragon the man and dragon 30 times in the Bible you know even Reagan have followed uh, a UFO and all that information is being suppressed now um, the I'm just going through my snow show notes now okay so I don't want to forget something so about 8,000 years ago, the Pedanes decided to stop, to stop coming to earth. And the reason for that is we need to earn our own way. If you give something to someone for free, they don't learn. So they on purpose stopped coming to earth. They are, do make appearances, but the only true contactee in the last 45 years has been Billy Meyer. And we are now starting to earn our own way. We are now uh, starting to go to Mars, etc., uh, like that. Um, so, the yes, on this topic of creator versus God, that is the big difference. Creation is very different to to God, and the gods of the Old and New Testament is someone we need to look up to. But really, when we really pray, we, certainly when I pray, I pray to creation. God is quite special in the sense I've taken my hat off to God, but God of the Padaeans, which is the God of the Old and New Testament, is a person just like us. They're born just like us, but they are a million years more advanced. I mean, I that okay so i've i've only learned a little bit about you know what you're talking about and have never been able to see anything i mean I, there's a telegram channel that i actually follow and i see stuff and it's like the galactic federation i've learned about them and you know and it's like well there's a big freaking universe out there so this kind of makes sense and then you know and it but it's like it's so it's so hard to break out of the thinking that we were basically the thinking that was implanted at us and kind of like as we grew up with through our parents and our family and our church and that way of thinking and to hear something like this it's like this basically takes a giant dump all over the bible because you know in the bible it talk this is there's one god there's one true god there's the only way you can get to the father is through Jesus Christ, like those things. So what about that? Cause that contradicts everything you just said. And look, I know man corrupted the Bible. I know he did it. I, it, the fact is like the book of Enoch, the multiple books of Enoch, you read the book of Enoch. It's like, well, this is kind of how that's happening right now. And then you read about, you know, it, it, uh, uh, and then just reading the, the pieces of the Bible that have been taken out. It's like, well, that applies to now, too. So I know man corrupted the Bible. I still love the Bible, still listen to it every day. Love it. 
Love everything I've learned there. But there's times that I hear stuff that I'm going, eh, something's not right about that. And it's not even my own, you know, because I want to do evil or I want to do something wrong. It's not about that. It's just like obeying the government. I wouldn't obey this. Like, there's no way the God I serve would want me to follow this government because that would basically make him Satan because anyone following their government right now has got their head so far up their butt that they can't even think straight because this government wants to kill us. And it's, ev it's evident with what they're doing to us because none of it makes sense. None of it. They're, they're even after our DNA, we got called by the hospital yesterday because our daughter, um, one of my daughter, actually both of my daughters have COVID right now. And so they're calling and they're asking these questions and then it's like, okay, no, you can't record this conversation because they're asking really personal questions and it feels fishy. I'm listening to the conversation. I'm going, something's not right. And in the more questions that she was trying to ask, and then my wife started asking really hard questions that the woman had to answer and come to find out what they're looking for is permission to be able to share this information. They're probably sharing it anyway, but sharing the personal medical information about COVID to, to the government and to other sources. This is no lie because I kid you not, I'm so grateful for my wife's discernment because I woke up this morning, first thing I saw in the news is how now people that are testing positive for COVID, their DNA that from the swabs is being sent to a DNA farm, basically. What do you think they want to do with your DNA? It's it's insane. You people that sent their DNA off to 23andMe and those other organizations, wait till you find out what they're doing with your DNA. I'm telling you. So back to the question. How do those two work together? Everything you just said and what's in the Bible in Jesus Christ or Christ Jesus and God in the Bible, how does all this work together or does it contradict each other completely? The what the spirit world tells me is that 80% of the Old Testament, and it's really the same for the New Testament, is correct. So that's the good news. The, the bad news is 20% is incorrect. And that's the problem. And the 20% that's incorrect is a massive problem because, and that was put in for power purposes. Um, so the I've now become a specialist purely by accident on what's removed from the Old and New Testaments. So I'm not a specialist of the 80% that's in there. And, <laughs> <That's a lot>. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot. You know, I also read the Bible. You know, when I was at Sunday school, we went with a uh, suit and we had uh, Sunday school and we had church and everything like that. But being dyslexic, it was, I suppose, a little more difficult. But the one That's of the purposes. Gift, by the way. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a massive gift. Um, I, amen. Uh, I love yeah. having dyslexia. <laughs> yeah. The, sorry, have you got dyslexia? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, what, I read well, Malcolm Gladwell's book, uh, David vs. Goliath, about perceived weaknesses. And when the, he has a chapter on dyslexia, and I know your book, you, you go into more detail than what's in that chapter. But I was like, it shifted my thinking about it. It shifted my thinking about all of the things, all of the labels that I wanted to give myself. I, I started to look at my mental uniqueness as a, I, and quit calling it an illness and start calling it uniqueness. It's a gift. I, I thank God every day that even though I'm, I'm, I'm being healed, that 
I thrive with having DID, multiple personalities. It makes for some interesting times, but as somebody that loves to create and somebody that gets to live the life I live, it's a, it's a blessing. It's a huge blessing. It allows me to see the world in ways that other people can't. And it's awesome. So enough, enough about me, but yes, I have dyslexia. Oh, okay. So um, second, your question is now going to be a lot answered also in the next topic, Jesus in India. Yeah, so Jesus. Jesus in India. So at the, um, in the north, northern part of India, right to the northern part, um, you've got Kashmir, which is one of the areas of India. So Kashmir is 90% Muslim. It's Hindu controlled, and it used to be Hindu as well. Um, at one point, Buddha was about 600 years before Christ. At one point, it was Buddhist as well. Um, and interesting enough, I found Judaism there. So I went an hour and a half outside Srinagar, which is the capital of Kashmir. Now, so Kashmir is where Pakistan, India, and China meets. And because the five main religions are all in Kashmir, I believe Kashmir is even more important than Israel. And the only reason why it's more important than Israel is because all five main religions have been there and are there. And Kashmir, according to what I believe, is the place of, of world peace. It's the sort of controlling center of it. Now, I went with two guys that took me an hour and a half out of Kashmir, and I found the shrine of Moses. So, you know, these local guys that, uh, that's got the shrine that um, believe that Moses has been there, 100% Moses. There's no uh, incorrect distance. This is, so Moses was 1,200 years be before Christ. So then the next, uh, from my show notes, because obviously we've shortened time, um, Next important point is 722 years before Christ, um, you had what they call the lost tribes of Israel. So, you know, the um, I'm, I'm just saying to people that don't know the Bible so well, this is how I remember it. I love the show Joseph and a Technicolor Dreamcoat. So obviously Joseph was one of the 12 sons of Jacob. And 10 out of the 12 tribes, so obviously Joseph's tribe was one, um, of the 12 tribes, 10 of those 12 tribes, majority, were kicked out of Israel 722 years before Christ. And they knew all that is known about them is that they went east, because you had the Silk Road and they went east. And that is where, and, and east is like Afghanistan, Pakistan, and then Kashmir is right to the east of that. Now, that is where I believe. Uh, Moses went, uh, 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 not Moses, that was after Moses' time, but those Jews, because it was already known, that area, and then 722 years before Christ, Jews went uh, east as well. Now, then fast forward to Jesus' time. So in the Old Testament, there's only... Uh, sorry, New Testament. There's only one long verse about where Jesus was between age 13 and 29, 
And it says he gained wisdom. It turns out Jesus at age 13 went to India. Now he would have known already because of what I've just discussed, how to go on the Silk Road to, to India, even as a boy. But you remember, uh, Jesus was a, is and was a highly evolved soul. And so he was first taught by the Hindu scholars in a place called uh, Jagannath Temple. From there, he went to uh, um, Leh. Uh, so Leh is a province just to the east of um, Kashmir, which is also part of India. It's the highest point of India. It's on the foothill of the Himalayas. And in Himis, which is a half hour drive from there, um, there's a monastery where they found the life of St. Isa. It's a scroll. So this guy, Nicholas uh, Notovich, found the scroll in the late 19th century, I think it is. It was already. It was originally written in um, Lhasa, L-A-H-S-A, in Tibet. Tibet was part of China, but then when Buddhists went to Lhasa, they copied scrolls and they took it to Himis. And since um, Nicholas Nakovich, there's an English lady that saw it just before the Second World War. There's another Swami. There's a guy that's been nominated to, for uh, Nobel Prize that saw it as well. In fact, if you if anyone went on YouTube and you put in Jesus in India. Someone at the end of, uh, um, I think, 2019 posted the life of St. Isa on a half an hour YouTube. And it's already got more than a million uh, views. So it's, um, that is the life of St. Isa. Now, that document needs to be published and it needs to be carbon dated. Because why is this important? Because... Um, Jesus, the, the important, one of the most important things about Jesus is that Jesus is a, a linked to four different religions, four of the main five main religions. So when we get to Hinduism, Jesus was taught by Hindus. According to the scroll, uh, the life of St. Isa, Buddhists, taught he, uh, Jesus. So now you've got three religions. And Muslims believe in Jesus and the Old Testament prophets. So now you've got four different religions. And if Jews can start understanding, go to this local uh, shrine that I saw of Moses from 1,200 years before Christ, then, and that Jesus was in Srinagar and that he actually passed away at age 115, according to the Talmud of Germaniel, in Srinagar, on the foot in the in the foothills of the mountains in Srinagar. Then you've got five major religions singing on the same hymn sheet. Um, so Jesus is the most important connection point for world peace. Although Jesus was a prophet, a person just like you and me. But a very evolved prophet, in, in my view, and according to the Talmud of Germania. Now, the Talmud of Germania. Are you saying the Talmud, like T A L U M? Wait, Talmud. T A L M U D. And then Germanial. And then Germanial is J M M A N U E L. J M M A N. Germanial. J M M A 
in an L. No, A U in an L. But in any case, if you put Talmud and a little bit of Germanian on the search engine, you 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 get it. Now, yeah, but the text the Talmud, in that I've read some of that text. Not to interrupt you, sorry, but there's some evil freaking crap in that. I mean, it 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 says that basically pedophilia is okay. Like, I mean, there's some wicked, evil stuff in that text. Are, are you sure you, you looked at the right document? Because uh, the Talmud of Germaniel is the opposite to talking about pedophilia is okay. Either that's someone that's misspinning it, that took the original text and threw it out of completely turmoil, because believe me... Uh, <laughs> Which with information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. The, the Talmud of Germaniel is... I've... Um, the thirty percent that's been shown, I've read, and there's nothing about pedophilia uh, saying pedophilia is okay. The the Talmud of Germaniel is all about um, reincarnation. So okay. the the uh, in the Old Testament, the Zohar, so the Kabbalist or however you pronounce it, uh, thing, the the source document is called the Zohar, Z O H A R. And the Zohar was communicated to a guy, Simon Rabbi Barashai, about 100, 200 years after Christ. Uh, it was Moses and Elijah in spirit form communicating this information. He was in a, in a cave for I don't know, 12, 13 years or something. And the Zohar is the secrets of the Old Testament. And that is one document um, on that. And then the Talmud of Germaniel is the true New Testament in in my view. Now, the Talmud of Germaniel needs to be carbon dated, needs to be brought out there. Now, when I speak to people around Berlin <clears throat> destroyed, I know it hasn't been destroyed because I can speak to the creator, but I all they scared to release it because of what the Israelis did to the original guy that started writing it down. So I can understand that fear. But the Talmud of Germaniel needs to be carbon dated and uh, I've done my call on it, and you know I try and get hold of the Dalai Lama, which is the foremost Buddhist monk, but he's sort of semi-retired. But I haven't been able to get hold of him. And but um, yeah, so then in the Quran, now what's just before saying this? What's important about the Quran is the curator, creation, got fed up with what the scholars were doing in the Old and New Testament, falsifying the truth. So the creator by Angel Gabriel picked Prophet Muhammad to communicate the truth. And there's three reasons for the Quran. The Quran, first of all, in Arabic form, when Muslims pray, uh, read the Quran, they say it is like poetry, it's unbelievable. It's, so it's poetry. The second reason it's highly scientific. They're only starting to find things out in the Quran now in the last 50 years, but yet it was communicated to Prophet Muhammad 600 years roughly after Christ. The third reason and the most important reason of the Quran was to rectify the mistakes made in the Old and New Testaments. So that's why when Prophet Muhammad was in uh, Mecca, the Jews and Christians went crazy because you know, this is a guy that couldn't even read and write. Uh, um, and he started writing the statement from the Creator. And it was the truth. The problem 
that's happened in Islam is you now got, and it's depending on who you believe, you've got between a thousand and three hundred and, and, and thirty thousand churches or different sects. In Islam, you now got, they did much better, they've got 73 sects or groups. So, so Sunni and Shia, there's only two of them. And what they do for power purposes, as soon as Prophet Muhammad died, people that knew him, which was the Sunni and Shia, or people even a hundred years later that didn't even know Prophet Muhammad, um, wrote the Hadith, H-A-D-I-T-H. And 80% of the Hadith is correct, but again, it's the 20% that's incorrect. So people for power, people immediately, first of all, the creator communicated truth to Prophet Muhammad. As soon as Prophet Muhammad died, people, because we've got failings, just for power purposes, change the truth again. So fortunately, there's a, a website that you can see seven English translations of the Quran. It's all in my book that sells at 99 US cents out of interest, like seven years of research and called the universe code. And so uh, we need to go to the Arabic. We need we not listen to what the 73 different Muslim sects. But the reason for mentioning the Quran is in chapter four, verse 157, the Quran clearly says Jesus didn't die on the cross. Okay, so now I'm bringing in something completely alien to Christians, and I'm a Christian. Jesus didn't die on the cross. So what happened, according to the Talmud of Germania, is there was a secret entrance or exit, whatever you want to call it, to the, the true grave of Jesus. Jesus didn't die on the cross, as the Quran said. He had a near-death experience. In a near-death experience, this is what I asked the Creator, you go to heaven and you come back. That's you, know, you go through like a tunnel of light. But he didn't die. He was then treated by uh, people in the grave with the secret entrance. Then on day three, they removed him and he went up to Damascus. When the, um, the authorities' soldiers rolled this big stone from the main entrance, and saw, well, Jesus is gone. They, um, uh, forget the main guy now, um, and said, Jesus is gone. So they said, tell him, tell the people that Jesus went up to heaven. And that is where the whole myth of Jesus going up to heaven comes from, from actually the persecuted of, of Jesus. Um, now, Jesus then went to Damascus. On the, on the way to Damascus, Saul, that became, that was first his persecutor, saw him and others saw him as well and thought they saw him in spirit form, but they actually saw him in person. He then hid in Damascus for two years and then with his mother Mary, with Thomas, his brother, and with Judas the Iscariot. Judas Iscariot wasn't the same as portrayed in the current New Testament. They then went east so they followed the silk road again and uh, mary jesus mother died in a place called muri m-u-r-r-e-e -E, which is 80 kilometers or miles of get one or two west 
of Shunika, of the capital of Kashmir. So she basically died very close to before they got to Kashmir. And the whole town is around her gravesite called Nuri. So these are all information that we don't know. You know, I had to find it out via two trips to, 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 to India and, and different things. Um, and so what, what makes more sense to me is that Jesus didn't die on the cross um, and magically just went up to heaven. He was a prophet, uh, amazing prophet. And the story to me of the Tamatum Germanial makes far more sense um, in, with, with, with that story. Okay, so, gosh, that just brings up lots of questions. So how do people, I, then what is that experience we have with what believers call the, the Holy Spirit? When you, I mean, man, listen, I, I was a broken freaking mess. I was evil. I mean, I'm the author of The Devil Inside Me because I was the devil. I know the experience I had was supernatural, and I know that my gifting is supernatural too. Where the heck did that come from? What was that experience that I had when I was knocked on my ass and lifted up like that? And what was that? What, what, what was it? Because when I said, my life is no longer my own, take my life, I surrender, it's yours. I, like, I, what was that? What, what was that experience then? Okay, it's a difficult one to answer because it could have been the creator um, and creation, which is Allah of the Quran, which is mostly, and I certainly pray to the creator. However, you get different levels. So you get in, in medium world, you get mediums that can speak to your loved ones that passed away. You get, and to me, that level of mediumship is not very productive because you're really speaking to, to past ones. It's not productive from the sense of finding out things because they really your loved ones. But, you know, if you then go to the next level, which is the angeletic level, that is where you're really communicating with entities that have got superpowers and linked to that are the ascended masters. And then the highest format is creation. So if you, most people, when they pray, they really pray to creation, although they use the word God. Now, Jesus is one of the foremost masters, ascended, ascended master, Sananda. He's the most foremost. So in that second level of the angels and ascended masters is Jesus. So it could be that it could be, in Jesus's format, because you know you are Christian, so it came in that uh, format. So it can be one or two, but the the upshot of it is strings, and the spirit world, the Creator or Jesus can communicate with us like that, and right. and bring these messages and bring these feelings through us. So you talked to Creator stroke. Jesus, in 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 uh, in my view, but you know, I cannot be sure what one of the two. I called on Jesus's name. Then you, you know. would have got. Then you would have got Sananda 
Isaiah, hey, listen, and I, I don't. I also want to say this point too, because I and I made this may sound like I'm contradicting myself. I've been possessed. Like I know what an evil spirit is. I know what a freaking demon is. I know that I can call on a demon and and he show up. So, I mean, there is something about. I believe that I know people that can call on other spirits, what, whether they're evil or good. I know that that's true. I know the Bible says not to do that. I know the Bible says to not consult with mediums and psychics and fortune tellers and blah, blah, blah. I know the Bible says that, but what the hell is a prophet? A prophet is doing the same thing a fortune teller is doing. I mean, of course, a lot of the fortune, like the fortune tellers and the prophets nowadays, they, they both ask for money, which to me is garbage because it's a spiritual gift, because I have that, I, the same gift, I'll, I can, I mean, I get visions for people too, I can read them their mail, but I, I, I didn't, that's just a gift, I can see it, I also can call on spirits, I know this, so I do recognize that I may have called on Christ's, Jesus' spirit, and that's what's done it, and Christ's spirit is what is guiding me, it, it, I, I, it's like I, but I also at the same time. I mean, like I, I understand what you're saying, and I, and I, the practicality of it, it just sure does crap on everything that we've been told in the Bible. And I, the other thing is, if Jesus isn't your Lord and Savior, then what the hell's a Christian? Like I, no, I'm just so and I don't. And here's another thing: I don't call myself a Christian either. I hate that name. I hate that word. To me, it's insulting because I'm not religious. Jesus, that I follow Jesus, which is Jesus, Christ Jesus inside of me, the spirit that guides me, the spirit that I can talk to that will show me things, the spirit that I talk to that will guide me, the spirit that I talk to that has allowed me to basically create the life of my dreams by following it because that same spirit is the one that's made me defy everything that basically man has told me and follow it so that's what gets me in this line where in a way it almost feels like i'm straddling the fence like i'm on this side over here or i'm over here and it's it i gotta be honest with you if i get too much in my head about it i get confused and i don't like being confused so i just kind of say ah screw all of it i'm just going to trust the spirit i read the bible i love the bible but i also know like what you're saying about the quran I mean, there's some evil stuff in the Old Testament of the Bible. There's some evil stuff in the Quran that I've read. But I also know there's some pretty fascinating, powerful stuff there, too. And it's like, what? how, how are people supposed to know what's right? <laughs> you know? Because no, here's well, the thing. Oh, oh, wait, really quick. More people, and this is why I'm glad to have you on the show, because the majority of the people, well, it's changed as of yesterday. Um, we have a big, pretty new, big audience that are our Bible-believing patriots. Um, and God bless you. We also have a lot of Muslims and atheists and Buddhists. We have transgendered people that watch. We have gay. and by, We have a mix of everything of people from all over the world. Um, and they watch this program, then they listen to me talk about Jesus. And it's the weirdest thing to me, but I love every second of it. So there's a lot of people that are completely aligning with what you say. They're believing every word. And there's other people saying, that dude's going to hell. <laughs> so, and here I am going, 
I don't necessarily understand everything you're saying, and I can't necessarily tell you that I believe it, but at the same time, I have four pages of notes so far, and I'm going to research because you know what? I like to know, and I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit, which that's what I like to call it, I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit, or Him, call, I'm going to allow His Spirit to discern whether or not this is right for me or not. And I encourage everybody that's watching and listening to do the same, instead of like wanting to set him on fire or even, even praise and believe everything he's saying, use your own discernment, do your own research and make up your own mind and heart. Anyway, go ahead, Carl. Yeah, before the next topic, which is reincarnation, uh, I'd just like to pick up on three things you mentioned. So first of yeah. all, the, the Quran in Arabic form, is beautiful there's nothing uh the, the quran is a is not about love the quran is the greatest saying to humanity wake up the, these are the truths and the quran in arabic form is different to the quran that uh, a lot of people hear about if, if uh. you go to the quran and you look at the translations seven i forget the website now it's on my book if you look at translations, you will see the true translation. So people need to not go by the Iman to the Quran. Uh, 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 you don't need an Iman. You don't need a priest. You don't need, uh, uh, what's the Jews, uh, rabbi. You don't need a monk in Buddhism. You don't need uh, a guru in Hinduism. We need to go directly to the Creator. You need to go directly to the Quran. Look at its um, at its uh, in Arabic form and translation, and translate it for yourself. Rather than that's what's been spinned out there. And the Quran is the truth of taking the mistakes of the old and new testament. So that's number one. Number two, you mentioned uh, so the Holy Spirit. So I think it's correct in saying. It's, it's termed as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, or something like that. Yeah. Now, that is man inserting, uh, you know, I remember trying to research and figure this thing out until I got uh, the truth. It's inserting, but it, the important thing is if you just say it's the Holy Spirit, you know, because at the end of the day, it is the Holy Spirit. That's a correct term, the, um, important. And then the third one you mentioned is, yes, there is a dark side to spirituality, uh, to, to mediumship, to, to not spirituality, to mediumship, in that, so at the College Psychic Study, there's very little dark side, but there is a dark side. If you call on the dark side, um, that's not good. But the, um, yeah, so um, I sort of forget my train of thought. So can I discuss... Uh, yeah. Um, uh, sometimes I lose my train of thought. Can I discuss uh, the third topic, reincarnation? Because yeah, I, this is a good one. Absolutely. I, I I really am excited to hear you talk about this because this to me is something just like the third eye, the pineal gland. <laughs> like I I I, I there's a reason why they want to calcify it. There's a reason why they want to suppress our ability. So, but that just kind of that goes against Christianity is 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 believing in the third eye and, 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 and like knowing that's a thing. God put it in your body for a reason. Anyway, so yeah, I want to hear about this because reincarnation is something that I, I'm really interested to hear what you have to say. Go ahead. 
Yeah, what amazed me, you know, I'm sitting in Dublin in, uh, in Southern Ireland and literally, uh, so we now, what, November 2000, sitting in a bus, double-decker bus in Dublin, and I heard three 14, 15-year-old boys, and they there's a 90% chance they're in a Catholic school. Um, and I couldn't be, believe my, what I hear. They, they were saying, talking about reincarnation. And all of three said they fully believe in reincarnation. They just don't know if you also reincarnate in animals or things like that, or plants and stuff like that. I couldn't believe my ears because, and, but I've done, I've been interviewed on other podcasts and stuff like that. I've now discovered that actually a lot of Christians are quite open to the topic of, of, of reincarnation. And until you fully understand reincarnation, I think you cannot understand most things. And certainly you cannot, you cannot actually, um, you know, I can see certain Christians uh, that don't believe in reincarnation, not fear death. But if you fully understand reincarnation, um, you, you cannot fear death. You cannot, you know, there's nothing like it. Okay, so let's kick off reincarnation. So the, the lady that I was going to use as my co-author for my Universe Code book, Amanda Roberts, she was one of my teachers at the uh, College of Psychic Studies. She's now retired. She's in New Zealand, New Zealand semi-retired. Only person that I have met or uh, know about that can remember herself before she incarnated into Earth. So just have interest, like, uh, maybe it's in my show notes, but I'll just mention it now in case it's not. It turns out Earth is hell. So we come to Earth for life lessons. So <laughs> Joshua, I can tell you now from just hearing, listening to a few of your podcasts today, that you've come to Earth for a massive purpose massive massive purpose for what you've learned and that's the reason why we come we come for life lessons some people purposefully so uh, purposefully decide to just have a break and and they don't do things very vibrational and it's their choice so amanda roberts you sit with this committee uh, you know they talk at a, a committee i think 12 you 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 get this information in in from the spirit world and the you then decide your missions for this incarnation the, and and that's the term used by the spirit world missions and I you am can mean, absolutely so this is the thing you actually create your own you as joshua cre created different missions to get you to the point where you are now that you can make do your part in making the world a better place and boy boy I don't think you haven't begun. So, but when you sit in that committee, the, the committee then says to you, they think this, this mission is maybe too much for you because as you incarnate, different incarnations, you grow. And they say, maybe this incarnation is you're taking on too much, but it's free will. You know, the creator gave us total free will. Just as a side, you know, a lot of people complain. They said, oh, oh, God, and they're actually meaning creator, but how can God do this to me? 
God is not doing anything to you. The Creator gave us total free will. And it's up to us as humanity to make the world a better place. That's the gift that the Creator gave us. It's up to us, the humans, with the help of the angels and the ascended masters and the Creator, to make the world a better place. It's not the Creator's job. Um, okay, coming back to Manor Roberts. So, okay, so now we've got this mission. The moment you open your mouth when the baby's born, um, your soul comes into your body. Voop. Through your pineal gland. I know you pronounce it differently. Yeah. I probably pronounce it wrong, but I barely speak English. <laughs> pineal, the pineal gland. gland. Okay. So through your pineal pineal gland, you come through a whoop. And your soul resides in your hip area, the most densest part of your body. Hence hip openings. I don't know. I don't know if it's oh, hip or not. But, but yeah, okay, keep going. Yeah, it, it could be. Now, it resides in the hip area, and then it radiates from there. So that's why a lot of gifted people from all different societies have seen the energy fields around you. And your last one is with the aura, which is what they call the roof. So you've got all these energy fields, and you've got chakras. So um, now... The soul resides there. The soul with it brings all your previous life experiences into your body. So the scientists talk about 95% of DNA that they don't know what it is. They call it really, I think they call it dark DNA. And what is that 95% according to Angel Creon, K-R-Y-O-N, which is an angelic entity that is currently communicating with nine individuals worldwide. And I'm talking from the research from a guy called Lee Carroll from the States. The, um, sorry, I've used my train of thought. We were talking about DNA, DNA. Okay, so when, um, when you incarnate, 95% of your DNA, this is Angel Creon's information, is your past life experiences. So you're bringing all those life experience with you. So when a, a mother has got one son and they look at uh, one daughter and they say, this one is not exactly, is completely different to that one. It's because they've got different paths from before, you know, and that is why you can have uh, someone age five to be a, co a composer because yeah. they would have been a composer in a previous lifetime. That's the reason for it. Okay. So, now you've, you're growing up, and that's why people get midlife crisis and all these things, because they know they need to wake up their mission, their reincarnation plan. Wow. But they're not doing that. That's why a lot of people trying to connect, try and connect. There's, there's something spiritually telling them they're not following the path they need to uh, follow. Um, and the Hindu scholars call it, um, the, so how do you wake that up? How you wake that up is what the Hindu scholars call purification. And you and me call it the truth. The most important thing I discovered through my research on the universe code, on all my research, is the truth will set us free. And that's obviously in the Bible. So that and there's layers to that statement too. 
like it's it's not a surface level comment the truth will set you free has multiple layers and and the the, the the more you understand and appreciate it for what it is you can develop the layers to it because the truth is a super natural powerful thing absolutely so the way to wake up your missions is to speak the truth so in your what i'm just as an observer looking down to you now that you've opened up and speaking the truth you know i saw the uh, brilliant chat you had with the De De uh, uh, deborah molem from zimbabwe now in the uh, in london and yeah fantastic uh, the you you on you are speaking the truth which is difficult to do and i'm also speaking the truth most of my family you know my family when i started with these things in 2011 this is even before i, I researched for the universe code book i was just talking about synchronicity which is carl jung coined the term synchronicity that you ask you know i started with 50 affirmations every day if you ask the universe for, for things and i had 50 to bring things to me and then through synchronicity things come to me so i was mentioning through the synchronicity and at that stage i was researching health and things like that and i changed my diet i get quite hectic when i do things and my family put me in uh, they they asked me to go to a mental institution <laughs> and uh, and this this is the truth i did uh fortunately oh, i found out after this that Paul, Paula Kolo from South America, I never know how to pronounce it, but he wrote The Alchemist. He's, mm. His parents put him into, uh, into a mental issue three times. And so the thing about this is that um, the truth will set us free. And I'm just speaking the truth. So most of my family and friends, my friends have sort of disappeared. It's interesting. My university friends have completely disappeared. The friends that stayed was my primary school and secondary from strength, just two of them. Okay, so opposition devil. And this is the thing when I listen to your things. So the Kabbalists, however you want to pronounce it, they call the devil the opposition. And I think it's a better word than Lucifer or devil. So when the creator first uh, made the angels and then humanity and then he put humanity in charge of the angels that's that's what he created it he put us through three while in charge and we've so far messed it up pretty bad <laughs> uh, yeah and a little bit just a little <laughs> just a teeny little bit so <laughs> when the creator made the angels i think it's correct uh, it will be my book he made lucifer first the reason for that, and this comes back to reincarnation, is you need the opposition. If you haven't, it's yin and yang. You know, you need the scientists know for every negative there's a positive. Yep. So if people speak good of you, it's great, but you better have some people speak bad of you as well, because otherwise you're not going to uh, stay this what the what the Buddhist calls the middle path. So the um, so you've got the opposition. I believe that the truth will set us free is the most important things. If if you I listened once, 
on uh, to the Kabbalist, a guy called Rabbi, uh, uh, Rabbi Burke. He's not passed away. His son, Michael Burke, is now the main guy in charge of Kabbalah.com, uh, based in the U.S. And that should train Trump, right? Say again? Isn't the same guy that trained Trump? Because Donald Trump is a Kabbalist. Like, everyone thinks he's a God-fearing Christian. He's a Kabbalist. Yeah, I, all That's I would say, I don't know if... I, I've never heard that he's uh, that he trained Trump, and I've met Michael, and I've been to two of his events. Okay. But if he trained Trump, he, he's done a pretty bad job, in, in my view. Um, or not, not him training Trump, but Trump actually uh, following Kabbalah. I, I admire Trump for one thing, that he can think big. But I'm sorry, I can't admire him for anything else. I don't admire but, him for anything, to be honest with you. Um, I, yeah. Anyway, but that's a whole other thing. But I'm also... I, I'm also not aligned politically because I think they're all a bunch of, well, yeah. I, I have a lot of different words for them, but I won't speak negatively today about anybody <laughs> or yeah. try not and to. Ab absolutely. So I know there will be a lot of people listening that will be fans of Trump, but oh, Trump, is, Trump is the opposite. <laughs> Trump, Trump is the opposite of truth, unfortunately. <laughs> so he, he does pull the heartstrings of people, but, but if you want a model, for society, for kids, Trump is the opposition, if you can call it that. In any case, if I can just get Yeah, and you should keep Joe Biden away from your kids too, but that's another conversation. Yeah, you know, there's, um, the, 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 yeah, that is another conversation. The, <laughs> let's move on from the, that real quick before I get okay, us all Okay, let's move on. <laughs> opposition. Absolutely, let's move on. So now you've got the opposition, which is the devil. So what, uh, oh yeah, this is why I said Rave. Berg. Yeah. So what Rabbi, they once ask him, what is the most important thing you've ever, you know, and these Kabbalists, they pray and they research things to a heavy level. And he said to reject every negative thought from the opposition, from Lucifer. So when you have made, and I and other people have made mistakes in the past, it's not actually, it's, it's Lucifer, it's the opposition planting that thought and you then following for, for um, being the, the trick of the devil, you fall for that trick. So what Rabbi Berg said is, is to reject every negative thoughts. That to him was the most important thing. And that 100% links in with reincarnation. Obviously, Kabbalah is all about reincarnation the that it's all about rejecting because if you then fall for that trick you will then have a life lesson which is okay because you can then use that life lesson in the next lifetime or in that same lifetime as you doing now but it's all falling for that for for that uh, uh, trick um and Reincarnation is also linked to karma. So countries can have karma. So, um, sorry, my earplug keeps on falling out. Did you say, you so, said countries can have karma? Countries can also have karma. Yeah, so, so it's like, first, you could think of it, uh, some of you out there may look at it like when they you hear heal the land because the land has been cursed with war, murder, slaughtering, 
you know, the people that were originally there, like the, you know, Indians or whatever it may be. It's there, there's a spirit there when you bomb and destroy countries or where there's countries where you're trafficking and selling your children so you can eat and do whatever you're doing, which happens in the Philippines and some other countries like there, that land becomes cursed, correct? Yes. So that land uh, has got an energy and it's got a memory. So Gia, Gaia, Gia, Terra, whatever you want to call Earth, is actually a living entity. It's got vortexes, it's, it's got a magnetic field, etc. And all the past energies actually, so you, you've brought me perfectly to the next um, point. Nice which segue. is then a segue that um, when you now, so you have all these life lessons and when you pass away, you temporarily go to the Akash. So there's actually three different Akashas, but it's all linked to Earth. And you have this movie. Some people call it a three-day movie, whatever. You look back at your past lives, at your past life. And part of you then stay in the Akash. Now, this is all Angel Creon, K-R-Y-O-N. And the... So when mediums talk to, you know, you've got these three levels of mediums, talk to your loved ones, they actually speaking to a ghost. It, it's a, it, it is your past loved one, and they can communicate with you as if everything, but they cannot see in the future. It's all about the past. And it's like a, you're actually talking to a hologram. And then the rest of your spirit then so you pass away again through your pineal gland, pineal gland. You go to the akash. You, 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 your memory sits in the akash for forever, and then the rest go to the spirit world, to heaven. And then you in spirit world, you're not in human. Your your body dies, obviously. Uh, you in you in heaven in spirit form, and then you start planning your left life, uh, next life. A lot of spirits don't like coming to earth because earth is hell. Just wanted to say, heaven could be hell as well for, for people that haven't followed the reincarnation plans because the only way for a spirit to grow, to, 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 to learn and evolve, is to come to earth. So if, you, if you've come to earth and you've done bad and you haven't learned from that and you go back to heaven, you have to come again. So the most important thing I would say today to people, if you've murdered something, own up today because you need to, and this is the truth. This is coming where we're talking about the truth. Just speak the truth because you need to learn in this lifetime your reincarnation lesson because otherwise you'll have to come back and, and, and do it again. Um, so, um, the next thing I want to say is this. So, we are currently in the third, moving from the third to fourth dimension. Sananda, Jesus, is already in the seventh dimension as a ascended master. Um, we just think, we just yeah, but creator as a template that we evolved to. And 
our DNA is set at a certain percentage. So it is set at roughly 30%. Um, this is according to Angel Creon again. And the reason why it's not set to 100% DNA activation. So, so just to give an example, if a, a horse, a baby, the fowl, um, born, it gets up immediately and it goes. With humans, the babies have to be nurtured and whatever. So humans, the spirit world have set our DNA at 30%. If we had 100% DNA activation, where we could just get up and go like this, we will destroy the world. Our collectively, humans on Earth are not ascended enough to have 100% DNA activation. The indigo kids, any kid born from 1992 onwards, has got a higher DNA activation, something like 36%. And as we're going to evolve, and as humanity, that DNA activation will be increased. According to Angel Creon, we only need half percent of humanity to wake up for world peace. So out of the 8 billion people on Earth, we only need to wake up 4 million people which is not a very difficult task. And because we are all linked via the string in string theory, that's why big communities have thoughts. That's why you can change because we all connect it through the strings. So, and what the spirit world talks about, and there's a lot of different scriptures, the 144,000 people that's going to change the world. And so it's actually not a massive job because our thoughts you with your work can make a far bigger difference than you can even dream of because of this uh, uh, rule. So I just want to end up um, with a discussion um, and say that, yeah, so the, the Kabbalists talk about sharing and giving and receiving. So you were made homeless, I was made homeless, and so I've got nothing against homeless people. But when a beggar begs, it's one of the worst things they can do because they're receiving. The person, so Anthony Robbins, um, you know, when I was down and out, I listened to his 12 CD series, and he says, Christmas time, he, I think he's got this turkey thing Christmas time or something. But one of the things he says, go and join a charity. I went to go and join a charity. So the person joining a charity that's giving, what the couple has called sharing, is growing massively because it's all about sharing. The beggar receiving is not growing. It's the worst thing that beggar can do. The best thing that beggar can do is go to a homeless charity where he's looked after and wash the dishes because then that beggar is sharing. It's all about giving and sharing. That's, um, and that's, for the record, what you just said, when people talk about being kingdom-minded and living the kingdom life, what he just said, that's kingdom life. It has nothing to do with money, nothing. It's about serving. It's about using your gifts to serve humanity, to be a blessing to other people. That's kingdom life. Good. 
Well, I like Kingdom Life then. I don't know much about Kingdom Life. I've heard you talk about it before. Okay, to end off with, I know I said before, end of earth, but finally end off with. So, for Hindus, Hinduism is all about reincarnation. They see the creator in the river Gaia, Gaia, Ganja, Gaia. They see it in a cow. Buddhism, if you go to Buddhist things, they've got all these circles. It's all about reincarnation. Judaism, go to the Zohar, the true secrets of the Old Testament. It's all about reincarnation. This is the 20% that scholars for power purposes. Once people understand reincarnation, you don't need the church. That's why it was taken out. So in Judaism... Are you going to say the church speaks out against it? <laughs> yeah, well, you don't need someone in between you and the creator. No. Uh, you, you know, you don't... In, Hindu, in Hinduism, you don't need a guru. A lot of Hindus now believe in gurus. You can have a direct... If there are certain people that you that speak out and promote things like yourself that you can take your hat off to, but a guru is one of the worst things you can... Uh, gurus in India become like gods. And, you know, uh, I went on to the Lord Krishna trail. Krishna was a, a prophet. They made him into a god. I went to Mathura. He, he, was, he was born in a prison. His mother was in a prison. I've got the exact date. I mean, he was born like 3,000 years before Christ, but I've got the exact date. And they made him into a god. He was a, a prophet. But now there's a lot of gurus. Then when you look at Buddhism, Buddha was a Hindu, first of all, and then he became a Buddhist, amazing uh, prophet. Um, it's all about reincarnation. Um, then you've got Judaism. It's about, um, in the Kabbalah, it's about reincarnation. Then you've got Christianity, the Talmud of Germaniel. It's all about reincarnation. Um and I've just got a show note here, gay people. You know, I'm not gay, so I'm not speaking on behalf of gay people. But the, the New Testament says it's bad to be gay. There's the greater, made that, you, yeah. the, the greater made you gay. That's one of the 20% untruths of the New Testament. But the way I put the show note about gay people is what um, I think it's Angel Creon says. Yeah, it's Angel Creon. He says the reason why people are gay is if you had re one reincarnation, and this makes total sense to me, if you had one reincarnation, five reincarnations as a man, and then the next reincarnation you come as a woman, that next reincarnation as a woman is when you're gay, when you're a lesbian in that instance, because you still got this in this DNA, this female energy within you. And that's why reason people are gay. And that's why people need to be empowered through the truth so they can understand why they're gay. The last item to Islam, to Muslims, reincarnation is in the Quran. Just go and find it. You just haven't looked for it. One of the three reasons for the Quran, it's a highly scientific document. Believe me, Muslims that's listening, reincarnation is there. Um, so have you ever heard of the Native American uh, term two spirits? No, it's being born with two. It's essentially it used to be looked at um, as a blessing, and somehow it's become bastardized. But in Native American, and those of you that are Native American, uh, you can speak to this probably better than I can. But it's about being with both spirits, having both male and female spirits inside of you, and which would make you, you know, labeled bisexual. 
and it used to be looked at as a gift from God, like as it gave you certain powers, certain abilities, it gave you a certain understanding, um, and they were held high and they were put in positions of power. And then through time, and whether it was Western religion or whatever, it became, they became, well, basically little devils. It flipped. It used to be something good, and they flipped it and turned it into something bad. But the more I've read about it, I that, again, controversial because of what the Bible says. But when I, I've shared this openly, I did it last night on last night's show, and I've talked about it before, but a lot of the problems that caused my lying, that caused the cheating, that caused the heavy, excessive drug use, and all of that stuff and the obsession was – Beating myself up because I, I was told my whole life that if you're gay, you go to hell. And I'm not gay because I have a smoking hot wife that I like having sex with. Um, and I, But I also recognize there's a part of me that is attracted to men. And, and it, to me, it's not even so much a physical thing. It's more of a spiritual. It feels spiritual, not physical. It feels spiritual, even though I acted out physically in the past. That was a thing, but I, when I fell on and learned about two spirits, I was like, okay, this kind of makes sense. Like, this seems practical, but then again, in the Bible, hearing what, seeing what Paul said about it in, in my pastors and church, I just went around, canceled that out, and started beating myself up, started shaming myself, and all that did was lead to me hating myself, which then I went back to the hardcore drugs and being completely irresponsible sexually and being a complete deviant. That was the counter effect to it. When I, and I've shared this before, the more, the closer I've gotten to God, the more I've learned about myself and the more learning about myself, I'm way more comfortable with saying, ah, the native Americans call it two spirits. So let's just call it that because I'm, I'm okay with that. It doesn't mean that I go out and act on things. It doesn't mean I go out and cheat on my wife. It doesn't mean any of that stuff. It doesn't mean that I sneak around. None of this is a secret. I talk about it openly for a reason because I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> I know I'm not the only one. And here's the thing. You can't be what God, the creator, needs you to be what you were created for if you are not true to yourself, if you're not honest with yourself. If you're just not true, period, you cannot be that. You have to know your identity. It is key to your success. It's key to you fulfilling what your purpose in life is. It, it matters. And so when I'm here in this place that I'm at now confidently, why I'm no longer doing gratitude unfiltered, I'm just using my name because I'm not going to hide behind anything. I want your bullets. I want your criticism. I want your hatred. I also want you to open your heart that maybe the way you've been thinking about life yourself is a little bit twisted, a little bit wrong, and a little bit because you've been manipulated by man. Anyway, sorry, Carl. I had a little rant. Go ahead. Absolutely. So... Just maybe before I promote, because I know we've gone way over time, but before I promote maybe my 12 topics, just briefly, if you, if you may, Please. I'd just like to say that one of my three top movies of 
ever for me, and they came at different times in, in my life, is uh, Walk the Line by Johnny Cash. Great movie. And I see you, you know, you you are Johnny Cash on steroids. Um, I'll take that and, compliment. Yeah, and, and not steroids like, from a medical steroids, but I know what from, you mean. on turbocharge, turbocharge, and um, someone, you know, what you're doing, and and just allowing me to speak today, and I know you're all about the truth is absolutely amazing, and I just want to uh, to thank you for for speaking the truth. Listen. I appreciate that because I spent my life being a freaking chronic liar because I was afraid of the truth. But to your, to what you said earlier, the truth set me free. It set the people I hurt free too. Like, I don't even think so much the truth was even so much about me, but it was what contributed to the gift that I was blessed to be born with that's allowed me to start finally walking and living and thriving in the purpose that I was given. And I'm grateful for it or, or chose it. Maybe I chose it. I don't know. But that means a lot to me because, look, I, I, I wasn't very well liked when I was a liar. And, you know, but that's a little bit different. I, I, I don't mind not being liked for the truth because I do know one thing for a fact that God, the creator, doesn't bless lies. God blesses the truth. And, and that's why the secrets that we keep, the, 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 the double lives that we live, the shady business deals that we do, like whether you call it karma or whatever you want to call it, the reason why it impacts us so negatively is because it's just void of good fruit. There's, there's no substance in it because a lie only breeds another lie. And there's no power in that. It's a dead, it's dead energy. And it causes others harm. The consequences of lying is, is it, look, it, it, the, you may not even as the liar suffer all the consequences. I think about this all the time, Carl, in that, and I, and I feel led to say this, so I'm going to say it. Um, the greatest damage I ever did to anybody, and look, I was an abuser, I was nasty, man, a cheater, all of it, manipulator. It was the lies that did more damage to people because, you know, when I would date, I, I would try to warn people like, hey, what you're getting into, but for some reason, people could only see the good in me, but all I saw was the devil that's in this book. And I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm not a good person. But I... They would see that and, and they would have this hope and they would believe in me so desperately. They're like, yeah, he's a little rough around the edges, but I believe in you. So they would basically give their lives to me as a sacrifice. And I know that sounds weird, but when you alienate your family, your friends, all of that, you've sacrificed that for me. And in turn, what I did with that was I made you feel pain and I hurt you and I made you feel like you couldn't trust your own intuition because I gaslit the crap out of you because that's what narcissists do. And I was that. And so the greatest damage I ever did was rob women, including my mother, 
of their ability to know what was true and real, robbed them of their discernment. And, uh, and I caused a lot of pain that way. Mind you, the physical pain, the verbal pain, all of that was bad. But robbing people like a woman of their natural God-given gift of amazing intuition. <laughs> it's so amazing to me. Uh, my wife's intuition is just terrific. And like, it just blows me away. But that was the greatest crime I think I committed. But the truth is blessed. The truth is productive. The truth has a vibration that impacts not just yourself, but everyone around you. Go ahead, Carl. Great. Can I promote my website? Yeah. Promote everything you want to promote, man. And oh, by the way, so we create media kits as soon as these broadcasts are done. You'll be able to go to livemonoworldwide.org, find all of everywhere that every book that Carl has, the links to his websites, all of it will be there for you to go to. But go ahead, Carl. Okay, yeah. So my website, uh, as you say, you'll share the link. It's lightsurfers.me. So in the spirit world, they talk about the light workers, this 144,000 light workers. I termed the the coin, I prefer the word light surfers because we're surfing the waves, the light, the light of the creator. So like it's it. light, L-I-G-H-T, surfers, with the S at the end, all one word, dot M-E, uh, me. And on that, I've got 12 topics. And it is, the uh, first one is why dyslexia is a gift. We briefly touched on it. It's studies show we use the right side of the brain. And Caspay's Business School in the UK have shown a dyslexic person is five times more likely to be innovative than a non-dyslexic person. So we haven't got the gift. The gift of the left side brain is also huge because it's sequential and is good for the educational system. And uh, so that item two is why minerals in health are everything. So 10 years ago, I reversed my asthma within nine months flat. I, I ended up in hospital twice with asthma attack I used to walk around at the ventilant pump. How I did it is I cut out meat, dairy, and eggs and pesticides. Meat, dairy, egg, pesticides. Now, I know, uh, Joshua, if, if I offended listeners because of what I said about Trump, I know because my best friend in South Africa, one of the two that's still with me, is a butcher. So Africans make biltong, dry meat for rugby games. So I understand... People, you say, cut out meat, dairy, and eggs. I substituted it with a Segan diet, S-E-A-G-A-N, which is vegan and fish, plus 70% organic. And I don't get flus. I don't get cold. I know I can't get COVID. But you can't just go on this new diet and then uh, think you're not going to get COVID. You need to be on it at least for uh, nine months a year. Item three, we discussed greater versus God, which is the biggest topic. Item uh, four is the fourth, item four, which is the four, uh, second biggest topic, Jesus in India. Jesus, in my view, is going to be the factor that's going to bring about world peace. Item five, reincarnation. Item six, human energy fields and chakras. We've basically sort of just skirted at that. Item seven why the moon landings never took place the reason why this is important is china is now aiming to go back to to, to the moon in 2024 now nasa is saying they want to go back 2024 as well there's a clip uh, clip of um 
a, a young girl, six, seven, asking Neil Armstrong, why haven't we gone back to the moon in 50 years? And I propose that we've never been to the moon. It was shot in a studio in the yeah. US. Uh, and uh, Stanley Kubrick, his deathbed confessional basically did a video explaining how they directed all of it. I posted footage of the them on set. It was a different footage that just got released. Uh, Edward Snowden released it. So I don't believe we did either. Continue. So why is this important? It's very important. In the Catholic Church, you taught to go to confession. And, the, you know, the, the second before you die, you say, forgive me, creator. That's not how reincarnation works. NASA employees, that's not the NASA of 50 years ago. They know that they've never gone to the moon. They need to own up. The U.S. need to own up. How embarrassing is it going to be by 2024 or whenever it happens that China disproves that NASA has been to the moon? Please, NASA and everyone that's, please put your hands up now. It's going to be hugely embarrassing. Speak the truth. Item, I don't know what item it is. And the next item is why we must stop buying Chinese products. One of the main reasons is if you, if you want to be a Communist Party member, you have to be atheists. And Buddhists, Christians, and Muslims, um, you know, uh, Buddhists have been uh, for years, donkey years. I remember monks putting themselves on fire in Tibet, being, you know, and we, to for world peace, we need China to start changing. So I've called on the UK government to, to, uh, have economic sanctions. I was in South Africa as a white South African. Sanctions worked. Yes, it temporarily hurt black South African. Worked. The only way the Chinese will listen is through economic sanctions. Next point, China, uh, the change climate. Uh, I went to COP26. I'm a big climate freak. Uh, now in Glasgow, I went for the first week, 1st to 7th of November, 2021. And I saw one of the, on one of your shows you know, you, you're one of your sponsors. I don't want to show the other thing. I've got, um, uh, you, you know, your, your drinkable uh, carton. It is the best thing you can do for the climate because bottled water is nearly the same as, 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 as water we've got in the tap. And all these bottles and Coke sodas are filling up, you know, you close to the homes, the five main uh, lakes, of, uh, 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 and the sea, it, it's just dirtying everything. So one of the best things you can do is a fantastic sponsor uh, you've got there is to buy one of those uh, units. And then I go on to other practical things you can do. Third last topic, so it must be 11, uh, um, 10. How to protect your child from pedophilia. Now, in this lifetime, I wasn't abused. I was abused in my previous lifetime. But... Um, Mine goes into a very softer way of discussing something you know uh, very far more about than I do. Then item, and I don't mean that in a negative way, item 11, sophisticated fraud in UK construction industry. I ended my 30 plus years um, time in construction in the UK on two of the biggest projects. Well, one was in the UK and one was in uh, Abu Dhabi, UAE. 
Um, and no, 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 but that, yeah, two, but the two ones that were corrupt, the third one was a Ministry of Defense. It was actually a US project. Um, it's the F-35 fighter pilots uh, mm -hmm. that's going to be stationed there, massive infrastructure project in RAF Lake and Heath outside Cambridge in the UK. And on both projects, that one and the other one in, in London, Lily Square, Earl's Court, London, I found massive corruption. And I talk about that. So all my topics are about the truth, that the truth will set us free, getting out the truth. Most people, you know, that sophisticated fraud is I'm a whistleblower, 100%. And it is that the truth, and it's an invitation to everyone listening, just speak the truth and let your believe in the butterfly effect. Believe that if you speak the truth to one person or to 10 or to 20, you can change the world because you can. And then the last topic, I think is, is apart from the, what we discussed today, is the most important, how to go for it big. Please, please listen to it. Believe that you, that's the receptionist or behind the till somewhere, that cannot even think that you can make it absolutely big. Please go and listen to that talk. Yes. That's what a perfect way to end it is that advice right there. Um, I, yeah, I, I can't wait to read your book um, just because I, these are subjects that to me, it's uh, human trafficking is an area that is uh, a huge, anti-human trafficking is an area uh, that I, that I deeply care about plastic pollution the same way, but even, you know, child hunger or hunger, any, anyone being hungry, heck I'm, I'm starving now. And, you know, I have the luxury of going to go, oh, I can eat a cheeseburger, have a smoothie, or have some fruit or a banana. I have those choices. Nine million, nine million people died last year from starvation. Nine million, or in 2020. That's, to me, a pretty gross epidemic that we get to do something about. And, yeah, man, Carl, you're, I, listen, I can't. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I agree with everything you said, but I also going to tell you that there you've made me really curious about some things and we are also very aligned in a lot of other things. And I can appreciate that because I don't need to agree with people to respect them. I don't need to agree with people to, to admire what they're doing and what you're doing takes courage because you're not, it's not straddling the fence. You're kind of like, <laughs> you're kind of like, <laughs> to the matter and I and I admire that because what's going to happen is this you'll stir up people you're going to make people emotional because they're going to get in their feelings because of what they believe they could agree with you but there's people of all faiths that are listening to what you said and they're going to go this dude is satan's son or they'll, they'll make up something he's some crazy whatever he's a they, they, you're going it's going to be a mixed bag but either way the beauty is that you're creating the space for people to start to think and to ask questions. And the thing that I've learned about the Holy Spirit is when I'm hearing something from man and something's kind of been programmed into me, when I open myself up to listening, the Spirit will answer. And the Spirit, and I go, is this right for me? Is this right? Is this good? I promise you, the Spirit inside you will lead you to truth. And you know what? You may find the truth in, in Carl's book. 
you may find the truth for you. You may find unhidden answers. I'm not going to tell you you're not because I haven't read the book, but I took a bunch of notes and I'm going to be spending the day researching because I want to understand because there is a big world out there. And I know this for certain that they have tried to hide the people in charge, whatever, for whatever reason, they didn't want us to know the truth. They don't want us to know our identity. There's a reason why propaganda, the propaganda budgets for governments are what they are, is because they want you thinking a certain way and it does not serve your best interest. It does not serve your best interest. Your creator, our creator, does not want you locked in a cage, isolated away from everybody else. He doesn't wear you covering your face that you were blessed to be born with. He doesn't want that. He doesn't want you poisoning yourself with unknown things. You know, you get to talk to your own spirit. You get to ask God for yourself. So, Carl, thank you for your truth. And I hope that others are led to truth based on this inter interview. And uh, I commend you for your work. Again, you, you, you've made me curious about a lot of different things. Um, so I admire you. I respect you. And I really, really appreciate all your time. Thank you to you. All right, Carl, see you soon, man. We'll talk. I'll, uh, I'll be in touch. Thank you, sir. Wow. That was awesome uh, and different. And wasn't that was not what I was expecting. And um, but it's interesting, too, because so much of it. When I go down in the wormhole and I'm looking to find truth and I'm looking to go, okay, what's really going on here? Because, you know, when something doesn't feel right, you, I want to know what it's going on. So, wow, a lot to unpack there. Thank you again uh, to State and Liberty for sponsoring the show. You can use promo code Joshua T. Berglund if you're looking for a new suit because, well, I love this suit. <laughs> um, I love this shirt. I love the shirt. Stretchy, fit, lightweight. Um, of course, we're in Minnesota winter right now. So what was actually shocking was that it was actually pretty warm, too. Uh, really thankful for them. And also another shout out to Pathway Water. Thank you, guys. Love this. Freaking love this bottle. I haven't even used another bottle. This is the one. I even got a dent in it. <laughs> used it. I didn't use it as a weapon, but I, you know, I do have a dent in it. Anyway, God bless you guys. Thank you for being here, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.